Hello and welcome to Your Life Rocks, the podcast that equips working Christian moms to create balance, clear chaos, and reach your goals in all areas of your life. My name is Jenny Stemmerman, your host and fellow working mom. I'm so glad that you're here to hang out with me today. This is episode 97, and today we're talking all about finishing the year strong. Now, if this is your very first time tuning into the show, hi, I'm so glad you're here to hang out with me, and I'm so glad you found this podcast. For our returning listeners, welcome back. Thank you so much for subscribing to the show and hanging out with me each and every single week. I also want to say thank you to our sponsors for this episode before we jump right in to ways that you can finish the year strong. We have two, two sponsors for this episode. One is Audible. You know, as a working mom, it's so hard to find time to read a book, but I always want to. I love the personal growth, and that is why I love Audible. I've been subscribed as a member for them for a really, really long time, and I love getting a new book every month. Whenever I get that email saying, your new credit is ready, it's like Christmas morning. I love it so much. And sometimes, honestly, I listen to more than one book a month, and I'll often go back and re-listen to books I've already listened to once before. Now, you can get a free Audible book when you start your free 30-day trial by going to audibletrial.com forward slash yourliferocks. Now, I also want to thank the members of Life Balance Membership for supporting this show. Inside Life Balance Membership, I teach the exact system that I use to create balance, plus I provide a ton of tools to help you create more balance for yourself. Now, some podcasts that you listen to, you might hear them talk about their donate button. When you go to their website, there's a button that you can push to donate money to them. And I decided early on, I didn't want to do that. I wanted to provide a ton of value for you, and that's why supporting the show through Life Balance Membership gets you so much extra content, the courses, the tools, really everything you need. You can check it out for free for seven days by going to lifebalancemembership.com. After your trial period, it's just $9.99 a month, and we just added a new three-part course around morning routine, so I'm really excited for you to check it out. So thank you so much for our members for supporting the show. All right, let's jump right into today's topic. Again, we're talking about finishing the year strong. I know it might be hard to face. We're just starting the final quarter of 2017. Yep, just three more months. That's it. And <laughs> we start a new year. Now, I'm all about helping you live your very best life. It's what gets me so excited. So I want to help you really finish the year strong, finish on a high note, and really move into 2018 fully empowered to take it on. Now, I'm going to be sharing with you some tips in this episode, some things that you can really take action on and apply right to your life, just like always. It's kind of what we do here on this podcast. All right, so let's jump right in to the number one thing that I want you to do to help you finish the year strong. Now, I want you to kind of get into your time machine and beep, 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 back to the very beginning of 2017. I love New Year's. I love that week between Christmas and New Year's because it's all about reflection and really looking ahead and setting those goals and those intentions for the new year. And it's been really, really popular in the last few years to select a word for the year. So regardless of whether you set New Year's resolutions or you just set some intentions for yourself or maybe you've selected that word, I want you to think back to the beginning of the year and what did you want 2017 to be for you, your family, your career, all of those things. Now, 
before you start to go into self-destruct mode of thinking of all of the things that you have not yet accomplished, I want you to first think about the things you have accomplished. I want you to think about the traction that you have made towards those goals because it's really, really easy to beat ourselves up. It's really, really easy to start thinking about all of the things that we wish we would have done or how we might have wasted the year. But it's so important that we celebrate ourselves It's important that we celebrate the accomplishments that we've made so that we can have more of them (laughs) and so that we can realize that even if we didn't have a perfect year, because let's face it, who's had a perfect year? Nobody, because life happens. But if you can look back and you can see the growth that has happened, if you can see the lessons that you've learned, if you can see the traction that you've made in building a life that you're proud of. All of a sudden now you're telling yourself that you are a person who accomplishes things. You are a person who reaches their goals. And when you start to create that mindset for yourself, it changes the way that you create goals in the future. It changes the way that you work towards goals in the future. Now, if you are someone who finds themselves setting goals and never hitting those goals, maybe you don't follow through, maybe you lose interest in them, whatever it is, maybe you're a self-sabotager, but whatever it is, this can be a habit interrupt for you. When you can start focusing in on those successes and acknowledging the things that you have done, now all of a sudden you're changing that story about yourself. You're no longer that person who sets goals and doesn't achieve them. You're someone who sets goals and makes a huge traction towards them. You're someone who is always improving, always growing, always getting better at every area of your life. So that number one thing is to celebrate what you've already done this year then you can start to think about the things you haven't done. (laughs) But I want you to think about them in a constructive way. So when you think about those things that you still have yet to do, I want you to ask yourself this question. What can I do today to make me move traction in that area? What can I do this week? What can I do this month? What can I do between now and the end of the year? Now, maybe your goal was really big and lofty, So say like losing 50 pounds and you haven't lost even one pound. Can you lose 50 pounds in the next three months? Maybe not, but can you make traction towards hitting that goal so that you feel proud of yourself when it comes to the end of the year? This is really just that opportunity for you to check in with yourself, to have that checkpoint, that milestone before the end of the year, before you have that opportunity to say, I didn't reach my goal this year. There's still time. There's still time for you to reach your goal. So evaluate what that was at the beginning of 2017, celebrate what you've already accomplished and figure out what it is you still need to do. That is number one of finishing the year strong. Now, number two, honestly, I could do a whole podcast episode on just this topic. And in fact, I did last year at this time. So if you go back and you search through the archives, look for the episode called Finishing the Year Strong, and you'll hear me talk all about this one. But it's huge, and I think it's worth visiting again. And it has to do with your career. So in your career, fourth quarter tends to be a thing. Because let's face it, in other parts of your life, the fact that it's fourth quarter, unless you own a business or you are in a career of some kind, it doesn't necessarily mean anything to you. For who you are as a mom, for who you are as a wife, fourth quarter doesn't mean anything. But in your career, it does. And even if you don't think it does, I promise you, it does. If you have a boss, it does. Because fourth quarter is an opportunity for you to shine. I want you to think about this one word, leverage. 
fourth quarter is your opportunity to gain leverage for your end of the year review. So as you move into the beginning of this fourth quarter period, I want you to look back at your career year. I want you to look back at the expectations and goals set by your boss at the beginning of the year. Maybe you had a mid-year review and they set new goals or expectations for you at that point. But whatever that last place was that that your boss communicated to you what those expectations and goals were for your position, I want you to refresh those in your mind. And I want you to start thinking very strategically about what you can do to exceed those over the course of the next 90 days. And here's why. You might have had an amazing first quarter. Maybe a second quarter, you did some amazing things for your career, for your business, for your job. Maybe the company was so super proud of you. Well, like it or not, Our world is kind of a what did you do lately environment. And when it comes to our job, this is especially true. When you go in for your end of the year review, they're going to remember most what you did in fourth quarter. That's what's going to be fresh in their mind when they write your evaluation, when they uh, look at how you performed against your goals and expectations. It's going to be what you did in November, December, and a little bit into October. So now is a great time to review those and come up with a strategic plan to exceed them. Now, remember I said the word is leverage. The reason why you want to exceed those is so that you have documentation, you have leverage, you have ground to stand on when you go in for your year-end review because you now have leverage to negotiate. I'm talking about negotiating for pay raise. I'm talking about negotiating for more paid time off or a flexible work schedule. How awesome would it be if you could work from home one day a week? Or maybe negotiate your schedule so you're starting a little bit earlier in the day and coming home earlier or vice versa. There's a lot that we can negotiate for in our jobs, but we can't negotiate if we don't have leverage. If we have barely been hitting our goals, if we are not contributing in the way that our boss or our superiors would expect us to, we have no ground to negotiate on. You're purely asking for a favor at that point, and that's not a very powerful place to be. However, if you've been smashing your goals, if if you can prove the contributions that you've made to your department or to your company and show some strong, measurable data towards that, now we're talking. Now you have fuel that you can take to the negotiating table. And that is why fourth quarter is so powerful. So I want you to really evaluate for that for yourself, figure out what it is that you need to do, and start thinking about the things that you want to negotiate for. You know, I'm a big believer in negotiate first for the big things, and then you can work it down to some of the small things when you don't get some of the big things that you want. One year, one of the small things I really, really wanted was to be able to wear jeans in the office. Because we weren't allowed to wear jeans in the office and it never made sense to me. And I would always see pictures of these cute outfits on Pinterest with dark denim and a blazer and heels and it looked so cute, but we always had to wear slacks. And I could wear dark denim on the weekends, on date nights, but slacks? I never wore slacks outside the office. For me, it felt like a waste of money and I just didn't feel comfortable in them. So jeans was something I negotiated for. And I wouldn't have gotten the jeans had I not had the leverage. Now, the jeans was a small portion of what I had negotiated for. The bigger thing was a bigger bonus opportunity in the next year. So think about those things that you really, really want. Come up with a strategic plan and finish the year strong for your career. 
All right, let's move in to number three. Now this number three tip really relates a lot to number one and there's a reason for that. So if you remember, the number one tip that I gave you for finishing the year strong was to evaluate your goals that you set for yourself at the beginning of 2017. Well, what if you're looking at those goals and you're like, I don't even know if I want that anymore. Like it's not even something that matters to me. And this is why I'm a huge believer in setting goals every 90 days versus every year. And in fact, if you've listened to the show before, you've heard me talk that that is exactly how we define balance is by setting and moving towards goals in those eight areas of life and those eight rocks that build up your life of who you are, right? Your faith, your marriage, who you are as a wife, parenting, who you are as a mom, your career, your health, your home, your finances, and your friends and your fun. As we start the beginning of fourth quarter is a great time to set new 90-day goals for yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Do step one and evaluate where you want it to be for 2017, but give yourself enough grace to let those goals go if you need to, or just adjust them. Remember I gave the example of not necessarily being able to lose 50 pounds between now and the end of the year? But maybe you want to set a different health goal for yourself. Now is the perfect time to get really clear vision on who you want to be at the end of the year, who you want to be as you move into 2018. And when I talk about who you want to be, it's still going to be you. But how do you want to show up as a wife? How do you want to be as a mom? You know, the beautiful thing is, is that God's mercies are new each and every single day. So regardless of how the first part of this year has gone, regardless of how the first three quarters of this year have gone, you can choose to do something different in the fourth quarter. You can choose to finish the year on a different note than it's been the rest of the year. Maybe it has to do around your mindset. Maybe it has to do around things on your to-do list, but it is such a golden opportunity for you to adjust those goals, to set new goals, to create a new action plan on how you want to go about achieving those goals. Because although when we start to talk about it's the end, getting close to the end of the year, it's October, before we know it, it'll be Christmas time and the year will be over. It's easy to fast forward that. But when you look at what you can do today to move yourself forward, what you can do this week, to move yourself forward, three months is a long time and you can accomplish a lot between now and the end of the year. I get it. Remember when I said in step one that maybe you're that person who is setting goals but never actually achieving them? It can be really easy to be cynical about setting new goals for the fourth quarter. It can be so easy to think, why even bother? Time's going to move by so fast. It's been a crappy year and I'm just ready to get into the new year. Or to say, you know what? The year's been good enough. We'll just kind of let it let it lie <laughs> and see what happens as we move into the new year. But it doesn't have to be that way. And it's not about striving. It's not about pushing yourself beyond what you're capable of or wanting something that you don't have. It's purely living the best life possible. It's purely being obedient to what God would want for you. You know, he wants the best from us, not because he needs us, but because it allows us to let our light shine. You know, when we're constantly sitting in our brokenness, it doesn't give God glory, but it's when through his healing from our brokenness that we are able to move forward, that we're able to accomplish amazing things, that's when the glory is his. That's when he really gets to use us as an example to other people. 
And so I just want you to pray about this. As you're thinking about setting goals for fourth quarter, pray about it. See what God would have you do with the remainder part of 2017. How does he want to use you? How does he want you to show up? You know, we did a podcast episode. Actually, it was a two-part podcast episode a few months back that really talks about what the Bible says about balance. Because we do define balance by setting goals, really, what does the Bible say about all those different areas? What does the Bible say about who we should be as moms, as parents? What, should, what does it say about our career and how we should be looking for those goals or how we should be treating our body or our finances or our home or our friends? And the Bible gives so much instruction on what that should look like when you're living biblically. And so I would challenge you as you're going to create those goals for yourself a fourth quarter, that you would be in alignment with God's word for his will. And if you're looking for some instruction on not just what it looks like to create those goals, because sometimes it can be difficult if you're not used to creating goals. Like, what does that look like to create a goal in my marriage? It's kind of weird when you haven't done that before, but we can guide you through that. But not just the goal setting process but the action required to change habits, to change behaviors, to keep yourself focused, to keep a positive mindset as you're going through that whole system of reaching those goals. Because ultimately, that's what the life balance system is that we teach inside of the life balance membership. We have courses in there on how to set those goals and what that looks like, not to strive, but just to reach, to extend those tent pegs a little bit further. And then from there, we have courses on how to set up your month, your week, and your day so that you are serving him every single day, so that you are moving yourself forward and nothing gets wasted. And that's why it's important for us to finish the year strong because there's so much we can accomplish in the next 90 days. We don't need to waste the end of the year. We don't need to just glide through and hope for the best. You know, I'm always telling you to be more intentional. I'm always trying to get you to think about that, whether it's through our free course for weekly success planning, whether it's through the membership, whether it's just through the podcast content or something we're talking about on social media. I truly believe in living an intentional life. And I'm just asking you to really think about what that looks like for you as you finish the year strong. What does intentionally living look like for you throughout October, throughout November, throughout December, and all of the holidays and the busyness and the blessings that come in between? All right, so as we are wrapping up this topic of finishing the year strong, it is time for our Bible verse of the week of the episode. So for this episode, we are looking at 2 Chronicles 15, 7, and it reads, But as for you, be strong and do not give up, for your work will be rewarded. You know, and so many times in our lives, we can be going throughout just kind of day to day, not living intentionally, and think, what's the point? What's the point in trying to make this work? What's the point in trying to be better? Time will pass anyway. We will get through this. And while there's some truth in that, when we just kind of give up, the only reward is just getting to the other side of whatever it is that you're going through, of whatever struggle there is, of whatever time frame it is. You know, I think about like my middle school son, when he doesn't want to be in school, he can just look at the clock all day and muster the time, right? And hope that it goes by quickly. But I'm always encouraging him to do your best, make friends, find joy, find something fun in every moment of the day and time will pass so much quicker. When you switch your focus 
instead to the things that you can do, to enjoying things, to the blessings around you and being grateful and praising God for everything he's given to you. The reward for the time that's going to pass anyway is so much greater. Now, if you are looking to finish the year strong, I would love to help and equip you to making all of that possible through Life Balance Membership. You can learn more about getting started on your free seven-day trial by going to lifebalancemembership.com. I want to thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And if you got something positive from today's message, if you plan on taking action to finishing the year strong, could you do me a favor and share this podcast. Share it with someone who maybe never listens to podcasts before or just share it on your social media feed. Just about anywhere you listen to podcasts, there's gonna be that little share icon where you can share it via email or text message or social media, however you want to, but send it to someone that you think might be encouraged by this message or might provide value to them. And if you have no one to share the podcast with, then consider leaving us a review in iTunes. It's a great way of one, giving me feedback about the podcast, but number two, it really helps other people find the podcast a lot more easily. And that's truly our intention is to be able to speak the message that life balance is certainly possible and help more working Christian moms out there. Well, you guys, I am super excited about next week's episode. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss it. I have one of my new dear friends coming on and we're talking all about friendship, how to find friends, and we're gonna be talking about fun and she's gonna be giving you some tips on how you can integrate more travel into your life because that's super fun and it's a great way of creating some memories. So make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss that one at all. Of course, you can follow us on social media on Instagram at your.life.rocks. I'm doing a lot of Instagram stories lately. So if you want to see a little bit behind the scenes inside my life, it's a great place to do it. And of course, you can connect with us on Facebook for our Thursday lunch and learns on our Facebook page, or just come hang out with us inside the Your Life Rocks group. We would love to hang out with you, support you, encourage you, pray for you, all of that good stuff. So until next week, Keep building a life that rocks. Bye.